Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Tuesday, August 30th, 2022 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Promises kept because we are here. Uh, we well, It's a little, look a little weird today. The lights aren't all on. We're kind of rushing things there. But we are here to provide you for, provide for you today uh, about 12 different news stories to get you started on your coffee talk, your water cooler chat, however you want to call it. Things that get you on the know for things that happen about 30 or so hours ago. So stick with us and we'll get to that very quickly. Make sure you stop by our main website, which is, of course, this is a conversationproject.com. Whenever you get a free moment and find out all the things we have behind the scenes about the conversation project, plus things you can do to help us keep things going here as well, including um, literally putting money in our pockets as a part of our partnership programs. Check those things out along the way. Right now, let's get along the way way with some of this new stories today. Now, we do these stories based on the engagement. We picked uh, from a slate of about 33 stories over 30 hours, every 50 minutes posting a story, and we pulled the engagement numbers on Twitter and Facebook, put them in one Ross, one top score to go through that. Now, these are stories in the top half of those stories, top 15 stories, not necessarily in the order of the popularity of engagement. We'll tell you which ones were super engaged and which ones aren't. Uh, but these are just sort of mixed up to be the best sort of narrative we can give you here. That's the quick discussion, quick explanation. Now, let's blab more stories. Let's start with this one. Gatorade honors Serena Williams with iconic logo change, commercial narrated by Beyonce. Serena Williams indicated that this was going to be her final tournament, her final Grand Slam, her final trip around the sun in the in the in the tennis world, and she's right now playing a U.S. Open. Now it's not her final her final match yet because last night's match she won in two sets, six six three and six two. So she's going on to round two of this U.S. Open. So we're going to see how far this thing goes, but we're pretty sure that she's hanging it up, and she's hanging it up pretty much as close to the top as possible. We're glad about that one. Greater aid um, honors Serena Williams by changing the logo from the G to the S because Serena is awesome. And a big commercial narrated by Beyonce going from her beginnings to where she is now as the iconic tennis player. Now, she is one shy of a Grand Slam from basically hitting the um, from tying the record of Grand Slams, which she probably will not get this time. She's not expected to win the U.S. Open, which expected to go a couple rounds in and do and, of course, perform like Serena does. Uh, but she is also basically touted as the greatest tennis player ever, period. No one is disputing how much of an impact she had and how much of a great player she had based on her time in the game and the era, especially since she played uh, a lot of time against her sister, who was not that much older than she is. But of course, a lot of times they are one and two. And when you're playing against, you know, your best, your best friend, it's also your best competitor. It gets hard to win some of those Grand Slam tournaments when your sister's taking some from you as well. Congratulations so far for Serena Williams. We're going to see how far she goes in this tournament this year. And if she decides to play another round, whether it's exhibition or for real-time cash and prestige. Next story, U.S. Secret Service Assistant Director Tony Ornato leaves agency. This has been kind of a sticking point of contention for Tony Ornato, who is very close to the Trump world, coming in out of the world of the agents, uh, basically the working agents, to become a part of the White House staff, part of the big cabinet member type folks, or pseudo-cabinet member folks, for the staff for, uh, for Donald Trump offering a lot of cover for him in the final days of the presidency. Now, rumor had it that he was going to Facebook and he was going to work on security there. I think I picked it up somewhere in um, the rounds of news stories on the early ons. What we know now is that he gone. 
He done. He don't go here no more. He actually has already left the agency. In a statement, he said he didn't leave for the private sector. He left because he worked in the agency for 25 years and it was basically time to go, which is a fine thing to say. So, but eventually uh, still has to find a job somewhere. And so we'll see where he pops up. It'll probably be something more secret secretly. We do know he's not working for any Trump media companies, any Trump property companies. It's not working for Trump right now. Where he goes from here, we will actually see. And it does actually make a difference. Ernie Zampezi uh, of Air Coriel and Chargers and Cowboys dies at 86. Sorry for the very, very poor read on that one. But Ernie Zampezi, uh, who played with um, Dan Fouts at the Chargers as a part of that massively popular and successful offense and was basically the person calling the plays for uh, Tony, um, for Tony, the other broadcast guy, Troy Aikman, uh, in the last couple of years as his, as the Cowboys, especially for the last three years of his championship um runs uh he has died at the age of 86 so there's a whole lot of stuff going on as football season prepares uh we're actually losing a lot of legends right here as the season um ends uh we lost lynn dawson of the chargers i'm sorry of the chiefs fame um a few days ago we were losing ernie zampezi uh now um there's a lot of guys who played in those eras who are kind of old and you know we need to reverence them and cherish them for the heroes that they are while also maintaining that they were different people. And sometimes the heroics in this day and age are kind of stupid. So yeah, playing with half a finger, uh, hanging off your stuff and being uh, overly concussed, let's not do that anymore. But let's give honor to those who did that before us and know that we've learned a little bit better. We'll see. Lowen Bobert under fire for claiming student loan forgiveness funds. Quote, Degrees in lesbian dance theory. And yes, I sang this song yesterday. And yes, you guys brought delivered for this being in the teaser story and on into the light today. This was not one of the top stories, but it's in range to talk about. So gosh darn it, we're going to talk about it. Republicans are bitching and complaining about the student loan forgiveness programs, the funds put aside by President Biden to forgive student loans. Now, this comes out to about $10,000 per borrower out there. And if you have a Pell Grant, you may get up to $20,000. And that's if you have if you make less than $125,000 a year. So people who don't make too much money are getting a little bit of relief. That should be grand. I'm going to get some. My wife's going to get some. Uh, folks are getting some. Now, there's a couple of different sort of unintended consequences that pop up in these things, which happen and will be there. However, comma, the bitching and complaining continues. And Lauren Boebert, as a prominent Republican bitcher and complainer, <coughs> watch, what I, <coughs> watch what I said. I said bitcher and complainer uh, is out there working the markets, doing the scenes, doing the TV because she's good at it. However, in one of the, the glib things she tossed out is that basically uh, they're um, they're forgiving loans for degrees in lesbian dance theory. While if you have a degree in lesbian dance theory and you have uh, a less you have student loan debt and you make less than one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, then technically that is true. Although there really are no degrees, at least no prominent ones. Uh, my two year institution does not do a, a intro to get people into lesbian dance theory uh, for those degrees. Most people have degrees in like liberal arts or maybe even general studies. You can complain about that. Uh, underwater basket weaving, just a joke, but there do have classes in some places on basket weaving and doing things with the water. So you can put the two together. Um, doctoring, lawyering, sciencing, engineering, 
Those are the type of things that are being wiped out. Loan Boebert continues to prove that she's not qualified for this job because, quote, Jay Clinton Payne, she's an idiot, unquote, Jay Clinton Payne. Moving on. Former WWE star Velveteen Dream, Patrick Clark, real name, has been arrested. You can click the link and see the um, the um, mugshot and see the new look for Velveteen Dream, that being one man named Patrick Clark, who was rumored to be trying to find his way back into the WWE after having lots and lots of issues with sexual relation type stuff, which is bad, and having a new boss in WWE bringing in some surprising old folks, which is good. However, arrest by Patrick Grant for Patrick Grant of Patrick Grant Clark, who's Patrick Grant uh, of Patrick Clark um, is a bad thing for the look of getting you back into the, um, the, the thing. Now, WWE, oddly enough, has a storyline going on on a wrestler who they've you know seen in various places doing weird, violent stuff and getting arrested a lot. Something like Velvet Scene Dream actually did in real life. But it's a storyline. It's playing off of a um, of a meme, if you will, a thought process that they're using for a um, popular um, veteran wrestler to kind of bring in this new wrestler to bring give some heat going forward. This is just one guy having issues. We are sending lots of prayers out to Patrick Clark and Patrick Grant too. Patrick Grant's a good friend of mine. I don't know why I'm confusing the names these days. Not a wrestler, Patrick Clark, um, so that he can get whatever solace that he's looking for. Because right now, this isn't it. NASA scrubs Artemis 1 launch due to technical issues hours before launch, which is a bad thing. The Artemis 1, which is the Artemis program, uh, which is taking us, U.S., back to the moon, is having some issues. It's over budget. It's well beyond production life. It's not exactly all that beautiful, but it's the biggest gosh darn rocket we've ever made. And as I heard yesterday in commentary, the larger the rocket, the more complicated things are, the more important the little things are. And if a little leak of fuel in one place is happening, you might want to hold off because failure is not not launching the rocket. Failure is the rocket blowing up because you no longer have the rocket. So this is an unmanned mission. There's nothing but test crash, test dummies in this thing. It's just going to go fly around the Earth slingshot over around the moon and come back that's the whole point of this one basically to test it to make sure that we don't blow up any humans in the process blowing it up on the tarmac without humans is a bad sign in the process as well as i said if you have no rocket that's when you actually fail not when you fail to launch the rocket they believe they may be able to fix the issue and get a window of launch by the end of the week we shall see Beverly hills cop sequel cast joseph gordon levitt and Taylor Page to star alongside Eddie Murphy. Really nothing major in this one, but the fact that they are working on another Beverly Hills Cop. I know there was the idea of having the, the TV show uh, that was going to be Axel Foley's kid, but the main focus with, with Axel Foley showing up every so often to kind of laugh at his kid, I guess. But they are going to do another movie that's basically rolling on as whether we want to or not, and they're looking to put some fresh faces to make this work out. This was just interesting, so we put in there. It was also was not a very high-ranking engagement story, but this was an interesting story when I saw it. And I was like, this looks cool, and you guys thought it was conversational-ish, so the ish is here. Ozzy Osbourne, very conversational, very much a topic. Ozzy Osbourne leaving America for UK over mass shooting fears. Ozzy Osbourne and his maybe wife um, are going back to UK. Now, rumors was because Ozzy is dealing with his Parkinson's disease, uh, you know, he's getting very, very ill. It's coming. It's not doing well, progressing at this point. That the main reason was they just wanted to go home because he wanted to essentially die at home. 
Essentially, no. Sharon Osbourne said no. It's because there's too many people shooting people in the United States. And Ozzy went a bit further in his discussion of saying that there's just too much going on here. And I can't. I'm not doing the Ozzy voice because I'm doing this class on storytelling. And they say don't do accents, so I'm not doing this accent this time. However, comma the Twitterverse went nuts over the fact that Ozzy Osbourne, the freaking Prince of Darkness, is leaving the United States because he's too scared of the United States. The U.S. and gun violence has officially scared away a man who bats off their heads live on stage and is known for talking about dark and maybe semi-satanic things in his songs. The freaking Prince of Darkness is leaving the U.S. because he's a little scared of things here. The irony was not lost in the Twitter world. And this is a story that you have to go to the link in the description and see because you got to see it. This is a visual and this is not me teasing to tease. Parents call for the resignation of New Jersey art teacher over her curvy body. Now, parents are calling for resignations of a lot of people for a lot of things, mostly woke type stuff. But this is a teacher who happens to also have a lot of followers on Instagram with extremely curvy body that when you see some of the pictures out there, you wonder, is this is this Photoshop? There's no way her waist is like eight inches wide and her chest is like 30. It's it, it's weird. You've got to see the pictures and maybe you want to follow her on Instagram. That's all on you. I'm not going to judge at any point about that one. But uh, this is one you have to actually take a look at. The parents are saying that she is a distraction to the kindergarten kids she is teaching. She's probably a distraction to the other teachers around the kindergarten kids she is teaching. But whether she's good or not, we shall see. She, like I said, she has lots of followers on Instagram showing oftentimes her teaching art to the kids, which is what really kind of freaks people out because here's this person you know, wearing some weird shapely stuff and uh, being on Instagram, doing her thing, which she has a right to do in front of their kids. Maybe it's a deal. Maybe it's not a deal. We talked about the paddling thing uh, a couple days ago, or I guess last week, uh, where maybe you're okay with it. Maybe you're not. Here's one that we need to have deeper conversations when check out the link in the description and um, chat about it. Let me know what you think about that. We'll, we'll, we'll look up more things and try to get a follow-up on the story to see how the story lands. Let's look at our teaser for tomorrow, possibly. Maybe you want to talk about this one. This is one I'm going to send to my friend O to see if his, him and his In the Black folks from In the Black podcast have tackled this one yet. Nigeria becomes first country to ban white models in advertisement. There's your headline. The nation of Nigeria, uh, a nation which is, as far as I can tell, 99% African Africans, black people, wandering around the streets are not going to put white models in advertisements because it's not that many white people to show them to in their advertisements. The people of the nation are all black. Is this a good thing? Is this not a good thing? Is this racism? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Let's chat it up tomorrow. If you deem this one a story good to talk about, this one already posted about five minutes before we start the show. So you have to maybe go back and find this one. But this is a story that posted already. And if you theme this one conversational, you make it in the top half of the engagement rank. We'll talk about it. We'll go further into this story. Now, let's go further into how to keep things going in the air here for things you might have heard by talking about Robin Hood. Robin Hood is a bit controversial right now because stock market is a bit controversial right now. Actually, more specifically, crypto and trading in general <coughs> is what's controversial right now. But 
here's the thing. You are an adult. You are a grown person. You have the rights to do what you want to do with what you have. I am not suggesting that you should throw all your money on Shibo Ima because that's a dumb idea. But I do think you need to get yourself into the world of investing and see how it works. Even if you're not going to be a big time investor, even if you're going to let your company deal with your 401k, even if you've got a guy to do with this, um, this is a way to kind of learn things literally hands on. So go to this is a conversation project.com slash Robin Hood. Number one, when you put sign up and get a deposit into the app, into their banking system, if you will, they'll give you a free a free stock to work with on there. So you get whatever you get from that stock is on top of anything else. Number two, they you're able to trade stocks in fractions and trade stocks and margins, trade stocks any way you want to, and not spend a hundred thousand dollars on different shares of full stocks if you need to. I own stock in Berkshire Hack Berkshire um Hathaway. So I own it. I don't have $10,000 for it per share. I have very little percentage of shares, but I own shares in Berkshire Hathaway because I can do this fractionally on Robinhood. I own many stocks that I'd never had a chance to get a chance to because of Robinhood. I've watched them go up. I've watched them go down, but I'm not you know, betting the farm on this thing, but I get a chance to do what I can do on my own with Robinhood. Take, invest, take advancement into your own hands and see how things work out with Robinhood. Now, remember, stocks do not always go up. You can lose money in the stock market and definitely in crypto right now. But investing in, investing is simple when you use this app. Check it out. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com slash Robinhood and get your free uh, stock today and get your learning on. That's basically what you need to do about this. Just basically for getting your learning on. Let's move into websites of note. Website number one, always of note. This is conversationproject.com, the home for the conversation project. And on most days, when I click all the right buttons, the place where you'll see in the Chiron at the bottom of the screen, where you see things like things you might not have heard or past shows and past projects like eight things to talk about, the weekly wrap up, uh, things we're trying to work on developing. We're going to get some things going on in quarter four and in next year as we work on more timeline stuff. Uh, we've got a lot of big plans going on. And for that, we also need to check out the links to our sponsorships and our partnership page. See what we can do to partner with us and get your shouts out all the time and help us grow and help everyone learn more about what's going on. The Conversation Project is on Facebook and Twitter at the this is the Conversation Project on Facebook and TH underscore conversation on Twitter. Those are the feeds. When you watch us on Twitter and Facebook, that's where the stories live. Vote the stories up by disengaging with them. The more engagement you get, that tells me they're more conversational. That tells me what we're talking about the next day. TikTok, Vaughn is at The Conversation Project, where we don't do dances and we pair, poorly speak like right now. But find us on TikTok doing some TikTok things. On YouTube, where hopefully you're watching this. If not, you're watching on Facebook. Uh, check it out so you get this five this week by hitting the subscribe button. So we're in your YouTube feed and hit notifications so that it actually tells you that we're there. YouTube has this thing where the algorithm is looking for the best things you want to see, which sometimes are not the things you actually tell that you want to see. So sometimes you have to tell it them things. So subscribe and hit notifications so you get notifications. My phone buzzes when we get started recording every single morning because I notify myself that I'm doing it. Redundant? Yes, it is what it is. And if you want less of this, this is me putting a hand over my face for people who are not actually watching it. You can listen via the podcast version at this is a conversation project.com slash podcast. It's a link to our pod page, um, 
podcast platform so you can subscribe to that and you can find links to other more better media podcasts there as well it's through the pod page stuff so check that out as well let's get to today things today is of course august 30 2022 birthday sunday why am i talking about berkshire hathaway because warren buffett's birthday today the um Wizard of Omaha, the um, Oracle of Omaha, 92 years old on the day, still kicking it, still doing his thing, still living his kind of weird, crazy, um, you know, alternative life, if you will. He was he he never divorced his 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 wife. So he's still married, but he lives with his girlfriend, essentially, in the house he grew up in. It's a weird, crazy story. You think that John McAfee thing was was nuts. You think Manti Teo was nuts. This dude right here is balling and he hangs out with jay-z there you go there you go right there lewis black comedian uh, humorous and kind of the truth teller of us all 74 years old today probably yelling and screaming at the guy making his bagel this morning but just go with it today we probably go with it every day because it's his birthday so celebrate that and cameron diaz who may or may not still be acting we're not quite sure of that i know the reports are she hasn't been in very much and I think the reports are lately that um, um, Lucy Liu was like, really? She's retired? Really? So Cameron Diaz not doing much acting. Of course, she's also not smelling, selling um, vagina scented candles either. So I guess that's good. Uh, 50 years old on the day. Grief Awareness Day is today. And taking this a bit seriously, uh, look this up on the day. Uh, uh, I've been talking a lot about the bad weeks and bad days I've had lately. Um, but um, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of just issues people are having right now. And so now's the day to kind of put some awareness on grieving and grief, both of your own and maybe of those around you. Maybe some you can't even detect because you might not know uh, that strong friend that I keep telling you, just, just ask him how he's doing and then he'll grumble something. And But he knows that you're checking up on him. This is the time to make sure that things are things are good. We're coming into the holiday season where people really, really, really get sad and things aren't so great for some people, even though they're putting up the best face they can. Take a moment to go with grief word and say we did everything we can to not be silly, not do a food thing, not do anything kind of outrageous. And we picked that for our day to celebrate today, our day to focus on today. Check out Grief Awareness Day, our details on that today and prepare yourself for your own grief or to help those who may have issues coming up soon because we all have to grieve sometime. Let's get out of here on this one right here. Feel free to pour that second, third, and even fourth cup of coffee this morning. Higher consumption of coffee is connected to a lower risk of death, according to Spanish researchers Hospital de Navarro in Pamplona, Spain. The study featured, uh, yeah, I did the accent, I'm sorry. The study featured nearly 20,000 participants and followed up with them for an average of 10 years. The study found that participants who drank at least four cups of coffee a day, which counts me, had a 64% lower chance risk of death than those who never or almost never drink coffee. The research also found for participants who were over 45 or older, drinking two additional cups of coffee was linked to 30% lower risk of death. So uh, my good friend Rebecca out there who's doing her show prep for her stuff this morning, um, yes, your coffee consumption is good. So add an extra two cups and you may live forever. We shall see on that one. You're going to outlive me. That's definitely going to happen because I'm a, I'm a wreck. In the meantime, let's get out of here. Out of here. Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us for this ride, this romp, this little adventure as your tertiary news source, that's us, provides you things that only your news side piece can provide. 
I mean, who else is talking about art teachers on Instagram with too many curves getting kicked out of classrooms? Only we. Well, somebody had to pull the story, but we're the only one talking about it right here. So now you know. And of course, knowing is half the battle. Make sure you stay hydrated. I'm going to do my cranberry juice mug today. Cranberry juice, tea, and water to kind of get prepared for the thing. Also, stay limber and stay on task. You have great things that must be taken care of by you. Not me, not Rebecca, who's preparing for her radio show, not my mother-in-law or my wife, who is tuning in right now, just you. So be you, do you, be here. We need you here. Uh, all things said and done, we'll be back tomorrow, and we'll see if a promise is kept for that one for more stories to get your morning coffee, water, cranberry juice chat going. Brought to you by More Better Media, LLC. And the Conversation Project, this has been Things You Might Have Heard for Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. Let's go back at it, get to work, prepare for another day of news stories.